Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today, Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you. Good morning, Dr. Paul. How are you this morning? Doing fine, thank good. you. All right. I All was right. wondering whether you would be late today because you were shopping at uh, Target. <laughs> I was, yes. All my, <laughs> all my swimsuit needs, yes. Target, Target's sort of a... I, uh, has some good qualities to it, but, but they have some crazy management, and that's what we want to talk about. And they're in the throes of a mess because <clears throat> they were responding to woke capitalism, and they had to go wild on that. And they, uh, right now, are in the midst of how do you resolve something once they get terrified of a Bud Light situation? thinking about what happened when Bud Light had that advertisement and thinks yeah. everybody's on their side and they may, that group of people might have 2% or 3%, but it's intimidation and political control and threatening and get these business people to do really dumb business things. So anyway, they, they were moving in. They were going to get a bigger audience. <clears throat> they had already had a little trouble from the recession. But when they did this, uh, the, the uh, customers uh, went into rebellion. Yeah, and right now they're in the middle of it. Enough, uh, even though the CEO is boastful, oh boy, no, this is, this is, this is what the people want. Good and business. This is progress. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> he changed his tune when maybe a few of his investors and others started to discover, what are you guys doing and why? Who cares? <clears throat> so they... Um, they started, they, they, they removed the displays uh, and the plans for, uh, you know, celebrating Pride Month uh, products. And they didn't, they closed some down, the way I understand, they were out front, it was a big deal, and that was going to help their business. And now it's reduced in size, they've gotten bad advertisement, what they're keeping is less of it in the back room. So I think uh, that side of the argument, the people that had the front seat have really lost it. I don't think they're going to I, I don't think they're going to be satisfied with getting pushed to the back room. And this is going on. And I think uh, the boycott is probably going to continue. Yeah, and you know, Bud Light lost what, like 25% of its value after this back. You think the target wouldn't have said, "Hold my beer," <laughs> yeah. but they. But you know, I, I really like these memes, uh, how it started and where it's going and how it's going. And so I've kind of put one together. Let's do that first one. This is how it started. Target CEO defends LGBTQ-friendly kids' clothing amid boycott. Calls it the right thing for society. <laughs> well, how it's going? Do the next one. Target holds emergency meeting over LGBTQ merchandise in some stores to avoid Bud Light situation. So this is what's happening. Uh, he thought it was going to be a great thing. It was going to be wonderful for business. Uh, parents didn't feel the same. Let's do that next one. This is also from Zero Hedge. The same topic. Terrified of a Bud Light situation, Target pulls Pride Month products in certain stores amid boycott calls. And I think what has to be emphasized here. Actually, if you go to the next one, um, a Target insider told Fox News that South and rural America stores are removing controversial LGBT-themed products ahead of June Pride Month to avoid further backlash. Some products range from tuck-friendly swimsuits for transgender people to gender-fluid coffee mugs. The point about this whole thing, Dr. Paul, is that this is not uh, in the adult section. This is in the children and baby section. And in fact, I have a video, if we can put of a gentleman from West Covina, and I, that's where I grew up, near, near West Covina, going into a Target store, 
just looks like a regular guy to me, not happy with the fact that it's in the children section. Let's just watch, I think, 58 seconds, 52 seconds of this. If you want to put on your earpiece, Dr. Paul, you might want to hear this part. This is a, a father going into a Target store. Okay, I'm in Target in West Covina, California, and this is what they're pushing on their agenda. Okay. okay, no way. No more shopping at Target for me. No way, no way, no way. It's crazy. I think we can yeah, probably take that down. So the entire thing in the children's section, targeting children with homosexual propaganda, that's where people have drawn the line at this point. And so... I don't know. You, you know, the people who make these decisions and and uh, talk themselves into maybe uh, believing that uh, be, because the uh, promoters uh, and the, the people who are desiring this stuff are so noisy, the uh, people who run the stores are convinced. Yeah. You know, I think they're dis disillusioned. But I often wonder about the real promoters. What are their values? Who who are they? Do they have a scheme? Are they, are they just dumb? And and what goes on? But it, it 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 just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like you open up the program and saying, you know, did they not even know what was going on with Budweiser? Yeah. The American people aren't stone deaf and 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 not responding to this. So this is a this is something that uh, obviously is a reflection of value. Some people. People think it's very deliberate, and at times I, I think there's a lot of this very, very deliberate to undermine you know, the morality of the society and to bring about chaos in society, and they're doing a pretty darn good job, but the people are fighting back now, and that's what's good. The boycotts, I think, are a great idea, yeah. and, uh, but, but it looks like it's going to take a few more before, uh, before they all learn the lesson, because there'll be somebody else trying this out. Then you wonder about who puts pressure on them. Is it the average investor? Probably not. Yeah. Is it the government indirectly some way? It's certainly in social media, that's what it was. They, they had something to lose, lose uh, from the government, benefits from the government, if social media didn't participate in this. But what in the world would, uh, uh, you, you, you know, Target have to lose by n not going along, even if there was some type of government pressure to do this? So there, there's a group of people who are up to no good good and uh and there's going to be a no proof of whether it's pure stupidity or they have a scheme or what and the thunder's happening but if it's a business decision there's a lot of dumb people running yeah. these stores <laughs> yeah i mean we've seen the pride stuff for pride month for years it happens you know san francisco i lived in san francisco it's not a big deal whatever but this is the first year as far as i can remember dr paul that it was so explicitly targeting children and I think you're gonna have a lot of people in the gay community who do not like this either because it doesn't reflect very well on all of them. And the question I think most people will ask, why are you so obsessed with children? You know, if, why are you targeting them? Why are you so obsessed with them? You know, and, and I don't think they have a good answer for it. It's hard to understand, you know, so if they wanna do the thing, whatever. But this is, I think, where people have drawn the line. 
is targeting the kids. Well, maybe they do have a scheme planned because they go for the children. The, the, the uh, t t tyrannical governments, uh, communism, fascism, said we need to get to the kids, yeah. you know, the kids, even even before the age of six. And, and I think the churches recognized this. Yeah. And certainly the Catholic Church spoke out about it. You give the kid, uh, you know, the child to the government at that time, it's going to be hard to switch. So that that is uh, probably not a coincidence. That, that's a scheme, and uh, and look at what it's done to the uh, to the children's educational system because they were able to do this. Now they're coming along with these. This is this is a moral indoctrination. Yeah. Then when you come across, then then you come down into the system of of abolishing science yeah. and teaching them. Uh, you know, multiple genderism, you know, and why, why don't be so anxious to be a tough little kid. Yeah. <laughs> don't be, don't, don't be so anxious to be a nice little girl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's not, uh, that's not kosher. Yeah, so we won't, yeah. we won't do that. So they, but still the question is, is why in thunder, how can they get to this point where, uh, to, of doing it? And why have we gotten to this point that the people have rolled over so far, so far. and they're just starting to wake up? Just starting to wake up, exactly. Well, I think I have one of the answers for you. And this is the designer of this line of clothing for children and babies and infants and toddlers. Uh, put this up. <coughs> this designer who was so thrilled that his designs were picked by Target is literally a Satanist. While Target didn't specify the items being removed for causing the greatest uproar, they surely include designs from London-based Aprolin, which quote, designs and sells a cult, a cult and satanic themed LGBT clothing and accessories, according to AP. Here's the designer, you can see him here. Uh, if you go to the next one, you can see the designer. Uh, I don't know that those horns are his, or if that's something that he's put on. It could go either way, but his t-shirt says Satan respects pronouns. Satan respects pronouns. And here is his Instagram. If you go to the next one, um, one of my favorite and most popular designs and the one that gave up in its proper footing and direction coming up with the phrase really helped me. Satan loves you and respects who you are. You're important and valuable in this world. You deserve to treat yourself with love and respect. Uh, LGBT plus people are often referred to as being a product of Satan or going against God's will. So fine, we'll hang with Satan instead. This is what uh, the fellow who designed this said. He is not shy about his uh, uh, perspective. And here he is again, if we can just take another look at him. This is the person who is designing your children's clothing if you take your money to Target. And a lot of Americans are not doing that, Dr. Paul. And here's the good news. I know you're always looking at the stock charts. I don't look at it as often because I'm not an expert. However, I did take a little bit of a look this morning. Put on that next one. It does not look like a good five days for Target, Dr. Paul. They are down 7.39% uh, over this issue. Uh, I have to just add my own perspective. I hope it continues. Yeah, I, I do think there's a scheme. They'd like to destroy the 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 culture. And here's here's a person that's really blunt about yeah, yeah, it yeah. and designed to do this, and uh, which means to destroy culture and civilization. You have to look at certain religion. Now he's religious. These, <laughs> these people are religious, but it they're is a evil. Yeah. But what what about those who say that there there is a uh, 
a very special effort made to undermine the fundamentals of Christianity yeah. too. We've seen that, and the uh, and the, the the problems that they've given some of the Christian family. But you know, one thing I I find a little bit different is, you know, over the years. Uh, you know, we have this trade war, especially since the Cold War ended. We've been sort of substituting it, uh, you, you know, with with a trade war and putting on sanctions and becoming anti-Chinese and don't buy China, don't buy China. But we keep, you know, buying China, no matter with all that propaganda. But here, this is going on and it seems to be almost more effective, you know, which is probably good, which means their concern, you know, they didn't buy into all the fear mongering, don't buy China or the end of the world will come. But right now the people are waking up and saying, well, the end of my children may come yeah. if we don't wake up and instruct our children in a better manner than listening to this garbage. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I hate to say it, Dr. Paul, but it's not just Bud Light and Target. Uh, there are more and more of these mega corporations. Maybe that's part of the problem. Everything has gone down to one company uh, holding all these brands. It's, that's not the only one. If you look at this next one, this is something that I saw in the National Pulse. This is North Face. Now, I always think of it as kind of a rugged outdoor clothing line. Maybe I'm out of it. But National Pulse uh, reports that North Face deploys drag queen yelling, come out to sell LGBTQ apparel to kids. And go to the next one. This is the company, um, actually, uh, yeah, go one further if you can. Yeah, here we go, I got it messed up. Uh, North Face deploys, uh, selling these to kids. Leading outdoor apparel brand, the North Face, has partnered with a drag queen in advance of LGBTQ PRS month. Selling children's clothing daubed in gay rainbow colors as part of its Out in Nature coalition. I'm not going to read the rest of it, but again, the problem is if, if, um, if they want to sell these things, Dr. Paul doesn't bother us, except the targeting of children. If you can um, go back, because the North Face is owned by a mega corporation called the VF Corporation. Go forward if you can. I got them backwards here. Uh, the VF Corporation, it's not just uh, this clothing line, it's also Supreme vans in timberland they own all this stuff and they're getting involved in this so it keeps going and you mentioned the dodgers yesterday the la dodgers bringing in anti-christian hate group to celebrate anti-christian to make fun of the christian uh, religious services in front of dodgers fans i mean i grew up in the la area i never could have imagined <laughs> the dodgers were like apple pie and you know ice cream in america well maybe you like i say when it's so bad Look at it all on the side. They wake up a few thousand or a few hundred thousand people and say, What's go what is going on here? So uh, I think they're, uh, they are very, very anti-religious and anti-Christian. Uh, but you know, the, um, and, and right now, we, we are emphasizing a certain angle from this. But in a libertarian society, some of this junk is permissible if it doesn't hurt people. Yeah. But this is hurting people, especially if you're picking on little kids. I mean, you're, you're just trying to destroy lives by doing this. It, but if it's done outside, but this is starting to be in government schools. I mean, even in government schools, they permit some of this garbage in the schools. And in this whole thing about First Amendment rights, <laughs> you know, it, you can have the worst type of literature, you know, pornographic literature and the worst type of economic policies and promoting war all in these libraries. Oh, that's 
And there's, and you say, well, we ought to clean this up. You know, the, the, when the parents find out about it, oh, you're a bunch of book burners, yeah, you, yeah. you know. Uh, but, you know, so much of these problems that we have uh, become a, a problem because of uh, government interference, government ownership, and not private property. You know, the school system is so bad, but you don't hear these stories, uh, you, you know, in the private schools. It doesn't happen in my homeschool group. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's a different story entirely. But uh, when there was a, a report I just recently about what was going on as the worst school district is in Baltimore. And uh, it, it isn't like they're dying 10% or so. It's, not, it's like they're dying 95% on people who can read. Yeah. And, 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 people, and the people who are promoting this stuff, they're probably clapping their hands. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, our, they're, they're out there for us now. And we can turn them into true believers in this junk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. So, well, let's move on to our second one. We, we, we talk a lot about Ukraine. A lot has been happening in Ukraine. Uh, the end of the Bakhmut siege is very important. But, you know, we've also talked a lot about Viktor Orban, who's been very outspoken. He's gone against the tide. He reminds me of a member of Congress that I knew very well. <laughs> not afraid to speak his mind. Not, a friend to, not afraid to speak the quiet part out loud, to use a kind of a cliche phrase. Well, he was at the Qatar economic forum and he was uh, giving an interview about what is his view about Ukraine. Now, Ukraine is right next to Hungary and there are a lot of Hungarians who live in Ukraine, ethnic Hungarians who live in Ukraine after World War I. Borders were redrawn. So I actually wouldn't mind if we could play this clip that we have because here's Orban uh, speaking in an interview about his perspective. You might want to put your earphones in uh, Dr. Paul because he's talking about his perspective Let's play all 48 seconds of Orban speaking. Let's uh, screen it, full screen it too if we can. But do you really think there is no chance of Ukraine winning? That's and my surely point. the main, surely the main, they stand very little chance of winning without the aid which you are currently blocking. No, no, my, my, my position is that uh, looking at the reality, looking at the figures, looking at the surroundings, looking at the fact that NATO is not ready to send troops it's obvious that there is no victory for uh, Ukra poor Ukrainians on the battlefield. That's, that's my position. Uh, that was always my suggestion to everybody, that instead of uh, to manage to have a stronger involvement into the war, escalation should be stopped and we should argue in favor of peace and negotiation. Yeah, we should argue in favor of peace and negotiation. He's saying, as, as we heard, NATO is not going to get involved in this war because they know it would be World War III. So absent that, absent NATO as such getting involved, they have no hope. They have no chance. So why are we talking about peace? Yeah. And the numbers just aren't there for all of a sudden there's going to be a victory for, uh, for Ukraine. <clears throat> but they persist. <clears throat> they keep talking about, you know, how, how is this war going to end uh, with uh, Russia against uh, against Ukraine and they that is so solidified in the minds of so many people yet it's so misleading because it's a war between NATO uh, that provoked it and Russia and when when will that be noticed because the approach would be completely different so you're going to have peace treaties someday yeah probably uh, you know you know for 
for uh, uh, just the PR, but yeah. uh, you know, usually it has somebody from Ukraine's coming out and say, "Oh yeah, we'll talk to the Russians. We'll talk to the Russians." But uh, when they had a chance, right now there there's no interest at all. They wouldn't do it before the Minsk uh, resolutions that were disobeyed, and uh, and yet they are determined. And the sacrifice, are you know, they talk about you know so many poor Ukrainians, but there's. Just think of the percentage are usually young people, yeah. the kids, uh, uh, and, and also who are the who are the soldiers? You know who, who are sent into these useless battles that they don't have a chance, and the numbers don't show that uh, all of a sudden uh, there's victories just around the corner. They w- waited a long time in Vietnam for that yeah. that big victory and that never came. Yeah, despite all the propaganda. Well, what's interesting is that Zelensky has been constantly out of the country for the past several weeks. If you look at his travel schedule, he's never at home. And that makes you wonder, it's not very often when your country's at war that you're traveling around the world, you're not even there. It makes you also wonder if there's not something in the air in Ukraine. You know, I, I know several people who suspect that a coup may be brewing, and that may be how the war is over. That's, of course, what happened when Hitler offed himself. Uh, you know, a new government came in and, and, and ended the war and made peace. But the one thing about what Orban said, and it wasn't in here, um, and I'm happy to see his English is a lot better than when I worked for him 25 years ago, but he said um, he understood that this is a proxy war based on this statement that he said, the war can be stopped only if the Russians can make an agreement with the U.S., in Europe, we're not happy about that, but it's the only way out. Yeah. He recognizes this as the U.S., Biden and his neocons, declaring war against Russia, and that's the only way it'll stop, is to recognize reality and find some way to calm this down. Well, he's going to get into trouble. <laughs> he's not in trouble already. But what he's doing, he's revealing truth. <laughs> yeah. And truth is not tolerable when dictators want to take over. When you have dictators on both sides, authoritarians, just fighting over land that, uh, you, you know, it wasn't too long ago where there could have been an agreement. You, you know, there's a natural division there. They're resisting this natural division that there are Europeans on one side and there are Russians on the other side. And the boundaries have been back and forth for years. Yeah. And yet, uh, no, we can't do that. And sometimes there's a lot of other things in, involved. The bigger picture, whose who's territory is it and who's going to control the oil, who's going to have the pipeline, you know, this sort of thing. So it's, uh, it's a shame that so much sacrifice is made in, in, in the name of of uh, you know peace and prosperity that they claim they can provide yeah in their terms so you know they're there for peace yeah. but only on their terms yeah well there's someone else that I know you respect a lot and that's Professor John Mearsheimer and he gave a talk before our friends at the um, um, I forget the name I just slipped my mind uh, who run a great piece uh, a great organization up in in DC he gave a talk the other day and um, committee for the Republic uh, uh, John Henry our friend. Um, he gave a great talk, and if we can put this next up, Moon of Alabama wrote about it, where he basically is saying the same thing that Orban is saying, uh, but, f- but for more technical reasons. He says, basically, Ukraine can't win the war because the kill ratio is in its disfavor. And that's just the bottom line, Dr. Paul. You can have whatever you want, but if you're losing 3-1 to one or 4-1 to one against the enemy, and you're a smaller country, which is what he said, with a smaller population, and you don't have the artillery, and we know that's a fact, if all of these things happen, you don't win a war. That's just a fact. And again, it's just like Orban, him saying, like, this is reality. We need to face it. 
Yes, and uh, these are the facts and figures. That's why this blends in so well with the generalized statement, because this is the, the, the facts that sure confirms the fact that this is useless. The war is useless and not working as well. And yet maybe the reason that Zelensky's out of town is uh, <laughs> maybe there's a growing uh, resentment toward him at, at home. Uh, but certainly he hasn't been welcomed, uh, you know, in the European countries. Uh, people are realizing that this is another useless war. Yeah, the United States, they can do it for, you know, ever since, uh, you know, the 70s and in the 60s and fighting of Vietnam all the way up. And because we have been so super wealthy and had so much and, and so much leverage and even uh, borrowing power, you know, borrow on the future, print the money and maintain the empire power and they've been getting away with it but I think the world is getting sick and tired of it and it's really a sad thing because some people when they hear us talk they say those guys don't like America well maybe we <laughs> like we, maybe we like the original intent of a free America and freedom for the individual but there is other people if you don't go along with the authoritarians you know they're they're always going to take care of everybody and have the solution we'll all put we'll put them in school and as soon as they're two years old and we will make sure we'll they will blend in and we will have a peaceful society you know uh, and if, if not you know, the consequences are over Absolutely, bad. yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll keep an eye on it, and I guess it's about time for us to close out. But of course, I do want to mention a sponsor of our program for Maine, of course, that is fourpatriots.com. They make a lot of great survival gear, food, you name it. But the one thing they make that's on my mind this time of year, Dr. Paul, is generators. Uh, here you're seeing a picture of the Patriot Power Generator 2000X. They've got a new generation of portable, safe, silent, and 100% fume free generators. And that's because that thing that you see behind it is a solar panel. It doesn't use gas. It doesn't give out fumes, which can be harmful at times. Uh, and instead of being loud, it's quiet as a laptop. You can carry it around with you. You can even use it inside your house. You can see it here in front of a refrigerator. It can power your phones, your medical devices, your refrigerators. But the best part is you can go to 4 put in the code word RON to get 10% off your first purchase on anything in the store, including these handy <coughs> generators. So go to 4pages.com. I will put the link in the description. Type in Ron and get your 10% off. And I want to finish with just one thing, Dr. Paul, and that is if you can put on that very last um, slide. I don't know how it's going <coughs> to show up. I just put it together if we have that last one. Um, there we go. Here is our conference for June 3rd. It's coming up. Uh, we have the agenda here. We've got our friend Scott Horton coming in talking about lying us into a new Cold War with Russia. Very, very important topic. Jordan Schachtel, good friend of ours. We've talked about him for years. His great work on COVID, really good work on foreign policy. His speech is going to be the Uniparty versus the people, America's new political landscape. Then we'll have Peter Van Buren coming in. Unfortunately, he's in Hawaii, so he'll be zooming in, but he's got a great talk on the Durham report and how it unmasks the deep state. And of course, Dr. Paul, you're gonna be there. You're gonna be giving a great talk as usual. And I'm gonna do my best to muddle through a few words <laughs> as well. So join us. I will put a link in the description to get those tickets. Join us in Houston, just over a week away, Dr. Paul. It's gonna be a blast. Very good. 
I, w I want to uh, close the program today with re-mentioning some things that we were just talking about, especially about the impasse uh, of, of the war that keeps going on in Ukraine. And uh, the, the term cannon fodder came to my mind because, uh, you know, governments and the military industrial complexes of all governments like to test their weapons. So a lot of that is going on. They're testing weapons all the time. And what, what they'll, they'll do, uh, you know, when you look at the discrepancy between what, uh, what uh, the Ukrainians can do against Russia, and the numbers just aren't there. And that's what Mersheimer pointed out. They're not there. Uh, eventually, you know, the population is going to dwindle. And then there will be less ability or willingness of other countries to come in and pump the weapons in there, uh, which has created the only uh, positive, only upswing is, are the, is the cannon fodder. They do that, and that's such a horrible term, but in a way, it, when you look at it and just keep sending troops in and troops in and uh, and, and knowing that they can't do it and, and then all they say that they want to do is uh, get more money, more money will solve the problem. It's so far removed from the ideas that we try to promote on the Ron Paul Liberty Report because if we're seeking peace and prosperity, believe me, we can't achieve it with the current policies and we could start with our policy at home. That's what we have responsibility for at the same time that we can comment on the rest of the world but some of the things are very simple you know peace and prosperity is going to be very much promoted if people understand that you know personal liberty is key to it so if you have free markets and sound money and a restriction on the use of initiation of force against others believe me we would have a much more peaceful world and that is our goal I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the liberty report please come back soon